0: hey folks it's swix so today's clip is a longish one i'm sorry about that basically it was such a good story from beginning to end and i could not cut any of it out it covers nerd fitness which is one of the fitness blogs i've been tracking for many years Um, i fell off the radar a while ago but i still have very high opinion of it um i've been one of the passive readers but i think the message definitely resonates that it finds a niche which is nerds and then it tries to do something to serve that niche and i think the journey of steve as a creator as a writer who went through seo uh, just the the exploration and understanding how to do content for a living And then starting to build a business on top of it and then exploring how to productize the stuff that he did. Like, don't teach me what to do. Just do it for me. I think it's a very typical business journey for bootstrappers that is extremely successful. He's essentially one guy, maybe with a team of 20 something people making millions of dollars a year. And I think what's great about that is that it also helps people be fit. So it's just one of those ideal bootstrap businesses that is just win, win.
1: So my origin story after, college. I was living in San Diego and I was selling construction equipment. I was in sales because I didn't know any better. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Both my parents were in sales. So I just figured, get in get into sales. I lived by the beach. I worked in sales and I was terrible at it. Like, so, so bad. I had very little experience with construction equipment. Renting, I was renting out forklifts and boom lifts to giant downtown projects in San Diego, 22 or 23 at the time, and I just have no idea what I'm doing. And on a particularly miserable day at work, on my lunch break, I walked into a bookstore and I felt like, like the sun was shining through the window and spotlighted this book that had just come out. I had no idea who the author was or what it was all about, but I saw the cover and the book is called Tim Ferriss' 4-Hour Week. So I see this book. I think it was literally the first week it came out. So this was 2007, I think, somewhere in there. And I picked it up and I read it. And a big part of the book was like, pick something that you're good at and a social group that you're a part of and see where you can find that overlapping gap. And for myself, I was like, well, I had just cracked the code for myself personally about my health and fitness. And I was spending an inordinate amount of time playing video games so I was like well I don't think I could write like the best fitness website but I could probably help people that are beginners and who else is is a beginner at fitness that's self-conscious and like can think of fitness like a video game nerds do that I was like all right I googled nerd and fitness nothing popped up I was like huh all right, let's do that. So I bought nerdfitness.com and then I did nothing with it for like two years because I was so afraid to get started. Eventually quit the first job, started a second or went to work at a different company. It was while I was at that second company, I got certified as a trainer. I got further education and finally worked up enough courage to start writing basic articles about beginners getting started with health and fitness. And that was it. But like, I didn't start it because I saw that nerd culture was gonna become popular. Like I didn't know Disney was gonna acquire Star Wars and Marvel, and like it was just gonna become (laughs) cool to be a nerd. I was just like, I'm playing 40 hours a week of EverQuest, which was like even nerdier than World of Warcraft. Like I'm playing all of these video games and I wanna talk about nerd stuff. Like let's just stick the two together and see what happens. And unfortunately I didn't know any better, which is why I started it in the first place.
2: Yeah, that's amazing because Now, of course, you look like a genius, like just a complete (laughs) marketing guru who saw how these two things would work together. Because the stereotype, of course, is that nerds don't work out. Did it? Well, but you were an exception, I guess. So in many ways, it seems like you created the site that someone like you would want. And it just happened to also resonate with a lot of other people.
1: Exactly. I... So when I was starting my fitness journey, I did what most guys do. I went out and bought like muscle and fitness magazine and I followed like the bodybuilder workout programs. And after like three weeks, I'm like, why don't I look like that guy? It's like, well, cause <laughs> you're, you're not on steroids and you don't eat like that dude. And he's been training for 25 years. So I, I most stuff that I found, I felt either disconnected from, I like I have nothing in common with this guy or I felt almost like, I don't want to say ashamed, but rather like most of the fitness marketing is built around like, hey, you're not enough and you're not good enough. But if you buy this thing, then you will be good enough and everything will get better. And I was like, that's just, that's bad. Shame on you for doing that. And let's try to give people like actually helpful information without the hype and the nonsense and just like, here's what you need to know. Here are all the mistakes that I made. Like, let's get rid of all that crap. Let's do some basic stuff and get you started. And then we can also still talk about Harry Potter and Star Wars and Tolkien.
2: Right. Yeah. The whole shredded bro aspect of fitness is just, they're all trying to out macho each other. And I think that turns a lot of people off. It doesn't work with me at all. So I, for further, I link to nerd fitness guides all the time because you've got the humor You've got the pop culture references, which is something I did at Copy Blogger early on. I mean, that's literally how I was able to make myself write two long articles a week. Like it's because I would go, "Well, how can I use a prince metaphor to explain <laughs> content marketing?" <laughs> <laughs> so, when you first started, was it, it was just you, right? You were writing oh, yeah. all the content. It was yeah. just
1: me. For a long time and. Interestingly, so I guess I started like really working on the blog at, at night while I was working the day job in 2009. And back at back then, which is the same today, everything I read on the internet was like, you need to write short posts. You need to publish five days a week because nobody has the attention span to read long stuff. So for like six months, I, I think, again, I didn't know any better. I didn't know what I was doing. I spent six months writing like 400 word articles. A lot of them were like very topical, but quickly out of date because it was about something that happened that week. And after like five months, six months, something like that, I had like, I don't know, 20 subscribers. Like, I don't even think I had an email list yet. I was just like, people could subscribe via RSS. And I was like, oh man, this is cool. 20 people are reading. And then I started stumbling across bloggers that were writing long form content. And almost overnight, I was like, I'm going to try something different. Like instead of writing these short posts, I'm going to write one long article, but it's going to be like 2000 words. I'm going to cover an entire topic and just see what happens. And like right away, it felt better to me because it was long. I had to keep myself entertained, which is where the pop culture and nerdy references came in. I was like, if I'm not enjoying writing this, then nobody's going to enjoy reading it. So like I have to keep myself entertained throughout the writing process. Like if I'm laughing maniacally as I'm typing about vegetables, like I'm doing something right. So I would write these articles and they started resonating very quickly with the people that were already reading, but it started bringing in new people. And then over that next year, things really exploded because like you, Brian, I was doing two long form articles a week and I did that every week for for years. But yeah, it was literally just me writing two articles a week, answering every email, replying to every comment while also still working the the full-time day job.
2: That's interesting that they were still saying the short article thing in 2009 because.
1: Don't forget, I didn't I know the what the I was doing. Blogger,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, they were in the blogging space in 2005. It was like, well, you got to write every day and it's 250 words and it's your opinion. And I was like, no. And so I wrote <laughs> thousand word articles that were educational twice a week because I couldn't pull off five of them. And that's why Copy Blogger, I think, really took off quickly once you were offering a little more. High impact value. Then, of course, we got to the point where everyone it was like what I called the content arms race. Everyone was trying to outvalue the other person, especially people in the SEO community. Early social media that was what would get make it to the dig homepage and all of that kind of stuff pre Facebook and Twitter. But yeah, I, I would have thought by two thousand nine. They would stop giving that bad advice but apparently you found i it. was
1: clearly taking the advice from the wrong places and didn't i didn't know what he didn't know like my my, i wasn't yeah. i i probably had never even heard of the term seo at that point digital marketing like those weren't even thoughts in my mind it was literally like if i can just start a website like i'm a nerd but i'm a video game and bookworm uh, a video game player and bookworm i'm not a developer or programmer I don't know much about internet marketing. So if it was like, man, if I can just write and like this WordPress thing seems cool, like, all right, I'll put some stuff up there and probably Googled like how to blog and some of the stuff I found was unhelpful. Luckily, I then stumbled across uh, a few bloggers back in the day that were helpful. And I tried to emulate them by like, yeah, two articles a week, um, putting out good stuff and just focusing on that.
2: Did you have aspirations to write? Had you written before you started to blog?
1: No, I... It wasn't until, so I quit the sales job and I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, where two of my college roommates were looking for a third roommate. And I went to work at this company called Sixth Man. And Sixth Man produces floating music festivals, literally like rent a cruise ship and then put John Mayer and 20 other bands on the boat and then sell every other cabin to fans of those musicians and create this floating music festival. So it was while I was working for them My job was like marketing assistant or something to start. I got paid very little, but it was so much fun and I learned a lot. And part of my job is building or fostering the community for each each of the different boats. Each one had a different music genre and thus a different audience that needed to be spoken to in a different language. So while I'm working with them, they said, hey, we're gonna start this thing called a blog and we're gonna put it on our company website and everybody needs to take a turn writing an article. And then I wrote something, and this was like the first time probably since, probably maybe the first time ever that I got to do truly creative writing where it wasn't a term paper for college about Abraham Lincoln, or it wasn't a, a business deep dive into something, but it was like truly write about a band that you love, that you happen to just watch perform on the deck of a cruise ship parked in the Bahamas, and let's have some fun with it. And I wrote and I was like, oh, this is way different. And then they very quickly said like, okay, you're now in charge of the blog and- we just want you to write all the time. So I just started writing all the time and learned like, oh, like if you write about things that are fun and interesting to you, like time flies by. And that's when I, it finally clicked for me. It was like, okay, I'm not going to become like a personal trainer that trains people that are nerdy with nerd fitness. That's one-to-one. What if I start a blog or turn it into a blog that is one to a hundred, one to a thousand, one to a million, like I can have some more fun with this. So I never, as a kid growing up, I didn't, I, I never imagined I would become a, a writer. That could have happened accidentally, I guess, serendipitously, as a result of some other opportunities that came my way.
2: Okay, well, that seems like a good segue into product. Like, at what point after you started the blog did you understand what type of coaching or or courses that you would develop? What was that process like for you?
1: Yeah, very organic. It was. Uh, I didn't know what I was going to sell. But I figured if I can just get a good number of people reading the website and then ask them, how can I help you? Like, what is the thing that you're struggling with? Then it's gonna give me an opportunity to create either a product or a service in that space and, and then serve those people and they'd be happy about it. So it was about 18 months after I had started the, after I had started the website part-time and over those 18 months i just kept getting the same questions over and over again it was like steve can you just give me a workout like i think i even had an article that was like how to build your own workout and all of the comments and all the emails i got were like can you just do this for me like i'll pay you it's like oh all right well that seems like an easy, easy place to start so why don't i create I'll, my community at that time i called it the rebel i think i started calling it the rebel alliance but then it evolved now we're the nerd fitness rebellion it's like, let's call it the Rebel Fitness Guide. I'll, I'll make a PDF. I'll charge like, I think I, I think I was like terrified. I asked for $30 for this thing that was gonna, it was like six months worth of workouts and, and everything you needed to know about nutrition and mindset. And I asked for 30 bucks and managed to sell enough of them to buy me like a month or two's worth of income. I was like, okay, this is now officially a business. I should probably try to start taking this thing a little more seriously. Let's go to find, let's go find more people that are like the people that are currently buying this and continue down this path of like, okay, this is no longer a hobby. This is a thing that I think I can devote my life to.
2: So what is the current product offering that you have at Nerd Fitness? So wait, Rebel Alliance to Nerd Fitness Alliance, that's-
1: the uh, Nerd Fitness uh, Rebellion, yeah
2: rebellion okay the rebellion yeah so i'm the rebel leader from disney they're like you can't be the rebel alliance
1: (laughs) no i mean it was very comically i asked the community i said like hey guys i i don't want to just call us like a like welcome to the nerd fitness community like that doesn't seem nerdy enough so i was like what do you guys want to do like i think you can even still i think the the blog post still exists maybe but i was like do you guys want to start an empire and i was thinking like roman empire i wasn't even thinking star wars empire and then i was like Or do you wanna like help me build a, or like run a rebellion? And like overwhelmingly the response came back in like, dude, we hate the empire. Like we're all rebels. We hate the, I was (laughs) like- That's what I was about to say.
2: You can't be the empire. (laughs) Right. But like, I wasn't even thinking
1: like Star Wars empire inexplicably. I was thinking like, Oh, like, Oh, the Roman empire. That was cool. And expanding. So, so stupid or so funny. Luckily the community said we're going to be rebels. And then I Googled rebel Alliance and I found this beautiful artwork of somebody had drawn the rebel Alliance logo in maroon on like a concrete wall. And like at that time, I think the nerd fitness colors, it was like blue and white. And then I was like, Oh, okay, here we go. Like, NerdFitness Fitness logo is already circular, like it, which is right here. I already drew it on a napkin and had a friend digitize it. So I was like, okay, our color scheme is now red and gray and white and black. Like the Rebel Alliance, we're going to be the rebellion. We're going to have rules of the rebellion. Welcome to the rebellion. Join the rebellion. And like things clicked. It was like, okay, this feels like something that people are interested in being a part of. And it's, It was still a small group of people, but people were very passionate about becoming a part of it.
2: And so now I think you mentioned that you work with a team of writers. Is that correct? You're no longer the chief writing guy.
1: Right. So it's evolved a bit. We have have a few people on the team that have edited past content of mine, or I've partnered with to write other content. So I have two of my, we have 25. We'll, We'll talk about the different aspects that Nerd Fitness offers now, but one of them is online coaching. And two of our coaches are also pretty darn good writers and content creators, Jim and Stacy. And they have also created content. Stacy is a powerlifting woman who can deadlift 450 pounds. We just shared we've shared her success story all over the site. She loves Zelda and and powerlifting and has transformed as a result of discovering nerd fitness and being confident or building up the confidence to pick up a barbell so now it's not just me there are other people we have a mental health expert that has written articles we have another guy on my team that has helped edit content and kind of repurpose it to make sure that it gets its way around the internet so nerd fitness went from just me to now it's at the point where we have close to 50 uh, team members scattered throughout the globe working on um, different projects and, and finding different people and helping different people in different ways wow
2: Wow. That's amazing. So yeah, the reason I asked about the writing aspect is because again, going back to the incongruency, if you will, how do you even find someone who's a power lifter and is into Zelda? I mean, that's just, I guess you they, they find me, they find is, you great, yeah. just like with copy blogger, we got up to 65 people and they all came through the audience and they all understood the mission. You didn't have to have like the break room manifesto on the wall everyone knew what copy blogger stood for it's the Same thing with nerd fitness. Uh, yeah. You
1: either get it or you don't. And if you don't get it, then it's right. probably not for you, but if, if you, you do get, get it, welcome yeah. aboard, let's go.
2: Exactly. So you've evolved from that initial $30 PDF thing to where you're actually doing one-on-one coaching. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So we, I've had to reinvent and transform nerd fitness as a company in a community like, a dozen times in the past dozen years. Like it seems like every year we're trying, we're reinventing ourselves as things change. The community remains the same, but the the services or products or whatever it may be have evolved over that time. So we've simplified things lately. There's two ways to support nerd fitness or two ways to paid services that nerd fitness offers. One of them is called nerd fitness prime. It's our online private community. We have an app that you get as part of joining Nerd Fitness Prime called Nerd Fitness Journey you get to create a superhero character you have daily missions to complete your character earns different items you like carefully craft your alter ego your origin story and then there's there's villains to battle and storylines that go along with each aspect of it so that's the that's Nerd Fitness Prime and Nerd Fitness Journey the app is you know, free to download and try out. And then the higher tiered project or process for people that are interested in more one-on-one instruction is our online coaching program, which very similar to everything else at Nerd Fitness happened organically. I had those two coaches, Jim and Stacy, were creating content. But I said, hey, I wonder if we can, I have a, I have a, that's not, I already had my, I had an online coach myself, and I still have the same coach to this day, five or six years later, said, I wonder if people in our audience are interested in this. So before building anything, we sent an email out to our, the women of our community, and we sent an email out to the men of our community and said, hey, we're thinking of doing this online coaching program. You have to fill out this really long application. It's going to be expensive, but you're going to get one-on-one instruction from Jim or Stacy, and let us know if you're interested. And we got 100 applications for both sides of that. It was like, okay, here we go. Seems like this is something oh. we're interested in. I I mean we were using Evernote to track workouts and people were like texting the, the coach and very quickly we pivoted to a third party software and then eventually built our own. So and that has just continued to to grow and blossom. So we're now at the point where we have 25 full-time coaches. We just hired two more this week. We hired three last week, or three two weeks prior to that. We built our own custom software where each coach now has a dashboard that they see. They know which clients to they they need to interact with. Each client gets one-on-one instruction from the w- type of workout they're doing. They can tell their coach that they're traveling the following week, and their coach builds them a travel workout. They take pictures of their food, and the coach helps them slowly adjust their diet over the months. It's and it's, it's all done with a superhero theme to it. So. It's, uh, so that's really like Nerd Fitness is super simple. Join our email list. If you're interested in learning more about our community, come check it out. Try downloading our fun habit building superhero app. Or if you want one-on-one instruction from one of our certified instructors that like lives and breathes the Nerd Fitness philosophy, check out our coaching program.
0: Again, you see that 20 minute journey going through his writing, you know, serving on a music party boat or whatever, uh, turning into a blog and then turning into coaching and then turning into productized services i think it's a very repeatable process and i think it's just amazing to watch